1: Listening to the Cattle Station Classroom podcast, where we learn about the North Australian beef industry and answer your questions. So it doesn't matter how far from town you are, because we're bringing the classroom to you.
0: Welcome to the Cattle Station
1: Classroom podcast. In today's lesson, we are going to learn about dark cutting beef, which is one of the most prominent meat quality issues worldwide. To learn about this, I'm going to be joined by Dr. Pete McGilchrist, who is a senior lecturer in meat science at the University of New England. In this episode, we'll learn about what dark cutting is, and in the next episode, we're going to talk about the causes of dark cutting and what we can do on the ground to try and avoid it. You may be wondering why I've chosen this topic. It may seem like something feedlot and abattoir workers should learn about. Here's the thing though, anyone who interacts with cattle has an impact and effect on them and whether you're out mustering, weaner breaking or transporting cattle, you can have an effect on how they eventually hang over the hooks. Pete, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks Steph, it's uh, great to be chatting with you today. So can we start off by defining what dark cutting actually is?
0: Yeah, well, you'd know this full well from when we did our honours together a couple of uh, couple of years ago now. But dark cutting is a uh, a syndrome in beef cattle and also sheep, uh, where the pH is a little elevated and the meat becomes dark in colour.
1: And so, why is dark cutting important to know about?
0: Yeah, dark cutting is really important um, because it's quite, it's quite hard to understand what causes it, but it, it is uh, discriminated against by the consumers. So it does cost our industry a lot of money each year. So, for everyone, if everyone's got a little bit of knowledge about how to minimise the incidence of it, uh, it's far better for the profitability of our beef industry.
1: And what are the effects of dark cutting? What's actually happening to the meat?
0: Yeah, so the effects are, um, so the pH for the Meat Standards Australia system, the pH is above 5.7. So for all of us that know the pH scale, that's a little bit acidic, not too acidic. So our muscle in a live animal, Uh, is about a pH of 7, 7.1, so pretty neutral. But our red meat that we like to see on the shelf is a pH of around 5.5 to 5.7. So when the pH is over 5.7, it affects the uh, scattering of the light that that goes into the meat and then the meat looks darker in colour. So with that, with the darker colour, that causes a bit of discrimination by our consumers, so they don't like it, so they won't pick it up. Uh, it also causes a few other things as well. So an elevated pH means that that environment is is far more favourable for bacteria growth. So we get spoilage in dark meat uh, far sooner than what we do in normal uh, pH meat. So therefore, our age ability to age that meat or, or send it overseas uh, as chilled meat is is diminished. Um, it's also difficult to cook so you know when you go to a restaurant and you order rare or medium rare then and everyone loves it to come to their plate exactly how they ordered it well what all that's happening is that myoglobin in the meat is denaturing so it turns from red to brown when it gets to a certain temperature and in meat that's got a higher ph that happens that denaturing happens at a higher temperature so the dark cutting meat uh, if you cook it to the same internal temperature as another piece of let's say medium meat the dark cutting piece might be still quite rare so it gives uh gives restaurateurs quite a lot of grief if it gets into the food chain as well and the other thing is it affects tenderness so meat with a high ph uh will have also will be quite tough so around that 5.8 to 6.2 range Um, the meat is is quite a bit tougher. So yeah, there's quite a few reasons why we don't want dark cutting meat to reach our consumers.
1: Okay. So basically, dark cutting is a condition which reduces the quality and shelf life of the meat. It's rejected by retailers. It results in a lot of wastage and it's generally avoidable. Is that right?
0: yeah that's right. It is generally avoidable. Um, I think we should all aim in the in the beef industry in the in the lot fed industry. We should aim for about one percent duck cutters and in the pasture fed industry, I think easily we can achieve about five percent now our national incidence at the moment uh, for grain fed sits around two point four to two point seven percent and for grass fed scarily sits up around eight to ten percent uh, across across the year of all the animals that go into the meat stands australia system so you can appreciate that incidences like that causes a fair bit of financial loss um, not only to the processing sector but also to the producers as well because anyone that uh, sells uh, direct into processes knows that sometimes when those animals are msa graded they come back uh, with some deductions for those dark cutting animals. You know, some calculations. Those, those that meat from those dark cutting animals goes into a, uh, a a lesser product, shall we say, or it might be labelled as an older animal or a non graded animal, um, and the cost of that to a processor can be anywhere from one hundred and fifty to to four hundred dollars a carcass, of which they typically hand down a deduction of about. Um, you know, that 100 to $150 to the producer. So it's a significant cost to everyone. So, it's, yeah, it's really good if we could stamp it out, Steph.
1: Let's take a look into the science behind dark cutting. What is actually happening to the cattle to cause this? Is it something that happens when the cattle are live or is it happening in the slaughtered carcass?
0: Yeah, both. Um, so I guess we we have to basically set the animals up to be ready for slaughter. So... What we do when they're alive has a big impact um, of, of when we when we slaughter them so in reality the um, after slaughter the amount of glycogen in their in their muscle, which is their muscle energy, it converts uh, to Lactic acid, or, or lactate, and, and the production of hydrogen ions as well. And I guess you can use a good analogy of, of um, uh, driving from from Broome to, let's say, Cunnamulla. Uh, if you've got a full tank of fuel and, and a little car that doesn't use much fuel, you can you can probably make it. And so that's exactly like a, an animal that's got a full tank of glycogen in their muscle they can get from that pH of 7 which when what the muscle is when the animal slaughtered down to that ideal pH of 5.5 so that's their kind of ultimate their final destination but if you don't have enough fuel in your car You'll end up stuck somewhere on the road, exactly like a, like a, the muscle of the animals do. They'll be stuck somewhere between seven and and the ideal level of five point five. You know, it could be around five point eight, five point nine, six. Um, but being there means that you don't get to your final destination. So, so yeah, yeah, it's not a happy place. So, how do you get a full tank of fuel? I guess is the is the question, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So. Let me see if I've got this right. Now, I was going to play dumb, um, and pretend that I was learning this for the first time, but you did sell me out in the opening by letting everyone know <laughs> that I, that I do know about dark cutting. So let's see if I do remember it all these years later. And just for the record, everybody, it has been about a decade since I studied this, but, um, is it right? So dark cutting is caused by low muscle glycogen at slaughter. And so after death, the muscle continues to metabolize anaerobically, converting the stored muscle glycogen to lactic acid, and it's the lactic acid that drops the pH from 7 down to an ultimate pH of about 5.5, which is what we want. But if there's not enough glycogen, there will be insufficient production of lactic acid and that pH will remain high, and if it's too high, you'll get dark-cutting meat. Have I still got it? Yeah, spot
0: on. You, you've, you've nailed it. So exactly like... Um, Well, animals after they're dead can't breathe very well, right? So you can't get much oxygen into that muscle. So it's a bit like uh, when you're running flat out playing a game of uh, footy or AFL or rugby or soccer or netball or basketball, whatever you want to play. You know, when you're running really fast, you basically can't breathe fast enough. So you can't get enough um, oxygen into your muscles and you go into an anaerobic metabolism and that's when your muscles start to burn when you're playing sport. Uh, it's exactly the same thing happens. That burning is coming from the lactic acid. Exactly the same thing happens when uh, after an animal is slaughtered, um, the animal continues to metabolize that, um, that glycogen to produce ATP and then producing lactic acid, uh, which then doesn't burn the muscles when they're dead, but it produces the uh, hydrogen ions that we can measure. So, yeah, drops that pH from 7 down to 5.5, spot on.
1: So that is actually one thing that has stayed with me for the past decade is that whenever I've done any kind of physical activity and I have felt that burn in my muscles, I'm usually there muttering something about lactic acid and people often look at me quite confused. <laughs> and I'm just always like, there's a lactic acid buildup right now and it hurts. And people are like, okay. <laughs>
0: So, yeah and what's the number one way to get rid of that you take deep breaths and and rest right so it let's that oxygen get back in and that lactic acid can flow out of your out of your uh, muscle back into your bloodstream and and be converted back to glucose in your liver but if you've got no blood pumping around your body that's quite hard to do
1: yeah that is true so i'm i'm glad that people aren't just learning about Cattle today, we're actually also learning about ourselves because I'm sure I'm not the only one that didn't know that before this. All right, so that's it for part one. Make sure you tune into part two where we talk about the actual causes of dark cutting and what we can do to try and stop it. Mm-hmm.